This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to the drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It's a okay, is it it's a Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. It feels like a Friday because camp starts tomorrow. Yeah, right, right. On camp Eve, things are happening. Yeah, I, like I can't it. wait. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of photos on social media today of Steelers arriving at the uh, facility. I would assume to get their it's a little different. Get though. their testing done and all that stuff. It's not Joe Green getting out of his car at Latrobe, but such is life. It's still going to be football soon, so I'm excited. But you know, it's not last year for this. I hope, but. Uh, you know, keep it positive and, you know, everyone getting reporting and the team's getting together and they got a new member of the team and, you know, lots going on. Yeah, a lot going on, especially around the league. Uh, yeah. um, Cam Akers, the running back Ooh. for the, the Los Angeles Rams, uh, tears an Achilles. He is done for, I would assume, he's not playing this year. Yeah, he's got to be done for the to year. running back I mean, in an Achilles tendon. Could he play in the playoffs? Maybe. 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 I mean, but they would have some sort of probably but, stable yeah, but, situation. Yeah, by, by then, then right. I mean, you by then, you've, you've, you've run Daryl Henderson a right. bunch. I think there's a chance they trade for a Melvin Gordon or something like that, too. I mean, there's a there's some options, and there will be running backs released. But, boy, I mean, fantasy world, Daryl Henderson gets a huge bump. That, that's a blow, man. I feel bad for Akers because I thought he was really set up for a huge year. Um, the girly role there, you know, the every down guy. Um, and so, uh, unfortunately, we're going to get a lot of these kind of things in the next month. And yeah, the, most of the news that you get over the next uh, month here will be bad. Mm-hmm. But there was some good news if you're Fred Warner's family members. Oh, I didn't see that one. But uh, I guess Fred I, I Warner signed a five-year extension worth $95 million with $40.5 million in guarantees. Wow. Interesting. Um, coming out of school, I mean, he, he's a little smaller, runs extremely well. He was kind of one of those overhang linebackers, yeah. you know, kind of didn't really play quite in the box, but adjusted extremely well. And I can make a really strong case that he's the best linebacker in the league right now. And it fits the modern day NFL extremely well. Foundational player for them. So it makes some sense. Yeah. Uh, it, it coincides with uh, an article that Dan Graziano wrote on ESPN about 30 players who could get paid this summer. Yeah, right, right. Uh, I saw that. that includes TJ Watt. Mm hmm. And that extension, those extension talks are going to heat up here um, as the Steelers report to camp. You know better than me, but it seems like they often time that up with the dog days of camp. You yeah, know, like sometimes you start working on it here. The, the yeah. players in camp, you, you know. It's a good morale booster when it's hot and you're, you know. You're, it absolutely you're is. Deep and into the camp. The other thing about it is, you know, okay, so the player's here. That means he's. He's bought into this. So yes, he's that got a year too. left. Right, right, right. We've seen guys hold out in this situation in the past. Right. And you're not going to get my kids stop. They're not going to negotiate with somebody who's holding out. So right, that, right, right. You know, you get the guy in camp. Okay, he wants to be here. You talk to him face to face. Yeah, you want to be here. We want you here. Okay, we're going to call your agent. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that makes stuff. perfect sense. Absolutely. Uh, but that the, the 30 guys. There's interesting names on this list. Yeah, and. Strangely, I mean, the Steelers need to be aware of some of these quarterbacks, too. I mean, not necessarily the ones coming up here, but ones with expiring contracts or unhappy with their contracts for next year. Well, there's you know? also, you know, the, the, the for example, the Warner contract sets the market maybe I'm for sure some Mr. other Bush guys. noticed it. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, of course. So that uh, the class of 2018 quarterbacks, 
uh, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, all in line for um, extensions. First round picks, same year, all having successful careers at this point. Teams are pretty set up to win a lot of games. You know, I mean, I think they're consensus top five AFC teams. You know, I mean, so uh, it's a good time to strike. Yeah, and you know, if you're the Steelers, you probably you want those guys signing big deals. Yeah, especially Baker, in my opinion, because yeah. I'm just not sure he's out of the woods. Uh, to me, Allen's the one that I would value the most. If I were an owner or they were all in the open market and I was bidding on the three of them, because Lamar has to play a certain way, and, and the longevity of Lamar would scare me a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I'd offer Allen a Mahomes-like deal. Allen, I might, or Mahomes, or I'm sorry, Jackson might be something like a three-year deal. You know, just yeah. what if the wheels start to fall off a little bit? Better passer, Lamar Jackson or Michael Vick? I don't remember Vick well enough in his prime, you know, yeah. pre-jail, <laughs> frankly. Probably Jackson, but... I, I think, Vic, I think Vic was a better passer. That little quick lefty release he had was He could flick the ball 50 yards in, right. on a line. He's almost Aaron Rodgers-like. I just can't remember his accuracy well enough. You know, I don't I think mean, it was bad. I mean, yeah, I mean, or what they asked. And they of them they and, had you know they had some solid receivers as well. That mm-hmm. you know that Des uh, was it Des White, Des no Roddy White, Roddy White, yeah, Roddy yeah. White. That was you know his go to guy. Um, yeah, Vic's completion percentage wasn't great. I, I remember it being better than this. Uh, he was essentially it seems like a the, long time ago or for not the Falcons. Ago, he was but... a fifty four percent passer. Yeah, but, but for, different era. I say completion percentage yeah. around the league's lower too. Yeah, and I, he also chucked it down the field right like crazy. I mean, remember he didn't. I didn't plan on going down this road, but I mean that backfield was him, Dunn, and TJ and TJ Duckett. Yeah. I mean they had a they three punish you. really different type of runners. So I'm sure. I mean I'm kind of you know, educated guest here. A lot of their passes are probably deep because yeah. they're they're going to be super crowded the box against that crew. Yeah. Uh, some, turf too, you know? Yeah, some other guys who are potentially set to uh, break the bank here. Watts, one of them. Uh, this yeah, according yeah. to Graziano. Quentin Nelson. Yeah, I would imagine he's to be the highest paid guard in the league. Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. And that, the, the Rodgers news that came out this week that the, the Packers made him an offer, a five-year deal that would make him the highest paid quarterback in the league, and he and turned he it down. It. Right, right. That doesn't bode well for them. Like, okay, we're going no. to give you what you want. You want money? We're going to give you money. What else What else can they give him other than money? He sure seems like a bullheaded, stubborn guy. That, and I'm, I'm kind of speculating on this, too. But I heard something like he hasn't talked to his brother anymore. You know, like like if you get on his bad side, you never get off it, from what I understand. You know, when he gets his mind set, he's going to stick with it. And if that's the case, I'd call the Broncos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how long are you going to play this game with them? With him? Yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. It's, it's a strange situation. It's a strange situation because I believe that report. I believe they the, made him that. The contract Packers offer. could could equally be the same. Say, we're not just going to give you away because no. In that situation, the Broncos are going well. We're we're not going to make you a big offer here. We're just going to give you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll give you a first round draft pick for Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's not enough. That's not enough. No, I mean, but that makes the Adams negotiations very hard to do, in my opinion. Right. Too. Yeah. Because he's great. But like, but is he great with Jordan Love? Right. I mean, he's still the best receiver <laughs> in the have. division. Yeah. They have, and you know, one of the better ones in the league. And if you just isolate him, he's great in getting off the line of scrimmage, and he can attack all levels. But it's funny, like right now, 
And I thought this a year ago when most people thought Michael Thomas was the best receiver in the league. The receivers that are the very best right now aren't super freaky. They're not Randy Moss. They're the route runners. They're the route runners. And they probably fall draft, you know, go go away slowly like a Fitzgerald or a Hopkins or a guy like that. But I don't know that I'm investing in a guy that's not a super freak as the most, you know, the priciest receiver in the league. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, Watts on that list. The other three, he mentions Darius Leonard, the linebackers, Darius Leonard, Fred Warner, Roquan Smith. Well, Warner just signed his deal. Mm-hmm. Does one of those other two guys surpass his deal? And if they do... I don't think Roquan can. The Colts already have Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson and... And Leonard. Right. All that all that cap space that they have available and have had available the last couple of years... That starts to go away, and you and you haven't paid a quarterback, right? And you kind of just haven't used all that space. You haven't really won. Rivers wasn't super expensive. Wentz isn't super expensive. When you take the bonuses and things out of it, yeah. And, but those will be the guys they pay. I mean, I'm not sure when Buckner's up, but they don't have a lot of other stars that are going to break yeah, the bank. I, I would guys. think Leonard's Leonard's deal is going to be five years at a hundred million dollars. That's that's. I think he's going to be close to Warner. Yeah. I mean, they've had similar I think careers. I think he'll be, you know. Better than I think he'll maybe get, better. I think he'll want more than Warner. I would go. I would sit down with that if I was his agent. Yeah. You know, Roquan's really only have one star year, yeah. but his star is rising. You know, we talk right. about these linebackers a lot that few of them come in the league right away and tear it up. Well, Roquan was a good example of that. Leonard was one that he did. did. Yeah, yeah, he did. He was better from day one than Warner. Uh, a couple of safeties here that uh, the Steelers will be keeping an eye on for sure. One being Jesse Bates with the Bengals. Yeah. who are traditionally pretty cheap. I would say I wonder if they'll pay him. The other one being Jamal Adams. What happens with that contract situation? He's so different, too. Yeah, and he plays you know, plays it completely differently, and he's kind of got the Seahawks in, a, in a, a tough bit. spot because yeah. they gave up two first-round picks to get him. They have to pay him. They can't let him go. I know you love me. You know, you showed yeah. the world that. Unless you're going to trade him. Unless you're going to trade him. But then I don't think a lot of teams would be interested to be honest with right. you. I mean, I think he's it's a Seahawk. A very distinct style. Very play. distinct style. Uh, they don't have good pass rushers. That's one of the things he does. He's one of their best pass rushers, you know, not just blitzers. I bet he gets a lot. Yeah. And it wouldn't shock me two, three years from now, they're going, oh, Jamal Adams is a cap casualty. You know what I mean? The Steelers are kind of in a similar situ- uh, situation here with Minka Fitzpatrick. You traded a bunch of picks to get him, mm-hmm. including a first-round pick. You're going to pay that guy. It makes it tough. I, I keep seeing stuff like – well, the Steelers have to pay T.J. Watt and, and Minka Fitzpatrick here, so, and somehow marrying those things, marrying those two things together, they don't have to do anything with Minka Fitzpatrick this summer. No, I mean he's a deal on the franchise tag. Yeah. You know, so why not? Kick his fifth year, his fifth year option is, you know, right, right, not bad at not all. Not bad at all. Considering what that. you're getting from yeah. the player, right? No, they're not in any rush there. I would think, but they do have the space. I mean, maybe you'd want to knock it out while you have the space. Yeah. But, you know. This is where it gets interesting mm-hmm. because there's some players here inside the division, inside the AFC North, who are also in line for big paydays. Yeah. I know the first the being Mark to... Andrews. Okay. Who? I can't give him Kittle Kelsey money. They're saying, uh, the, Graziano's saying that he should be able to get $11 million or more per year. You're going to pay him more than what the Browns gave. Uh, um, oh, more than Hooper, for Hooper, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think some of the other. I would guess he was going to be at least Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith neighborhood. Right. I mean, they're the most recent ones. And Hooper they, was a year ago. Kelsey and Kittle. He's their leading broke receiver. The You're not going to just suddenly, oh, no, we don't need you. Right. No, that's a hairy one. Yeah. I mean, what's interesting about him, too, 
is he doesn't play. He only plays like sixty yeah. percent of the snaps. You know, I mean, he yeah, he's the starter quote and could be their leading receiver again, but he's not like Kittle when healthy. If I'm Mark field. Andrews' agent, I go in there and say, I've been your leading receiver the last three years. Assuming as a good year, treat me like a wide. I want wide receiver money. Yeah, I want fifteen million more mm-hmm. or more a year. I'm not sure what Kittle and Kelsey are making. I think that's their neighborhood. I think Hooper's ten or twelve. Hooper like was that. eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Okay. And I think Henry and Johnu are right around there too. Yeah. But he'll get double digits. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, now you're paying like... Lamar and you're paying Andrews. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not cheap. No, it's not cheap. Not cheap. The next two guys on the list: Denzel Ward and Nick Chubb. Very interesting. All right. Well, they got to pay Baker. They got to pay Baker. They just signed Garrett recently too. Now these guys, um, Ward, they have the fifth-year option, but that fifth-year option is thirteen million dollars this year. And you pick it up. Yeah. You know, like any star you draft in the first round, you pick it up. Chubb could franchise. But again, you're franchising. I mean, that's expensive, too. That's expensive as well. money, too. Yeah, right, so right, now right. You, maybe you've got to cut some corners elsewhere because. Right. I think the days of picking up Jadavian Clowney on a whim and seeing how he's going to yeah, go. Yeah, and, and overpaying to get him or, or giving uh, what's uh, – uh, not Fowler, the the linebacker, the Tack McKinley, yeah, four million dollars. Right, right, right. Just because. Put it this way: the Steelers got Melvin Ingram at four million dollars. <laughs> the Browns right. got Tack McKinley at four million dollars. Who got the better They're deal there? Close, right? <laughs> I just read this and I hadn't put two and two together, but it makes perfect sense after reading it that the Browns have the most money in the league invested on offense. I mean, they build an offensive line from scratch. They go out and get Hooper and Odell and Landry. Those guys are expensive. That's not going to keep up. And they're and they again they, for a guy like Hooper, you're paying him star you're paying money, much. right? Like Conklin's a good player, but is he the best right tackle we've ever seen? You yeah. know, not really. You There's know. actually a couple of right tackles on this list who are going to get paid a lot more than him because they're better. Imagine. Yeah, I'd imagine. they're better players. Uh, Jonathan Allen, another guy on this list that from Washington. Yeah, yeah, a really good unsung player, interior pass rusher, former first round pick. Probably the second best lineman on that team that's loaded with great linemen. Yeah. And, you, you know, you got guys Came like Deron Payne and Montez Sweat. We can't, mm-hmm. again, you're not going to be able to keep all these guys. That's the problem. I mean, team building NFL is hard no matter which way you cut it. And by no means should you should they have passed on Chase Young. Right. You know, things like that. But when you go first round pick after first round pick in the same spot, you can't afford to keep them. It's, really it's the hard. same situation right. the Steelers had with Bud Dupree and TJ exactly. Watt. You exactly. can't keep both. It's better you can't to pay them both them. $20 million a year. Right. You right, can't right. have. You know, Bud's deal, $17 million a year. Mm-hmm. Well, TJ gets, let's say TJ gets 23. You can't have $40 million tied up in your two outside no, linebackers. Right. I mean, That's just not good cap management. If the Steelers receivers turn into stars, $20 million a year type guys, it'll be hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's well, just, it's, it, then you're the Packers with Devontae Adams. You, mm-hmm. you get Devontae Adams and the other guys. And the other guy. You got you to pick and choose. Uh, Braden Smith with the Colts. Hmm. Good quality player. Yeah. But again, another Colt that's going to eat into that massive pile of cap money that they've had the last couple Absolutely. Of years. I mean, their mm-hmm. window is closing. Yeah. All three of those guys were drafted the same you know, year, and, I think. And you're yeah. looking at the deals that Ryan Ramzik and Taylor Moten got recently. Those guys are two of the better yeah. offensive right tackles. I would pay Ramcheck more than any of the above. But Smith's going to want 90% of that. Yeah. I mean, he's still young, and he's he started since day one. Yeah. Um, and obviously the cap's going to go up too, so things get a little easier for these teams. But Mike McGlinchey and Brian O'Neill on that list as well. Okay. Two, two young right tackles who are yeah, I would say both are ascending. 
McGlinchey's a really good run blocker. So-so in protection. Um, O'Neal's their best lineman, Minnesota's it, best far lineman. Away. Yeah, it's not even close. And former Pitt guy, if people remember, kind of that tight end turn tight tackle, good athlete. Uh, they have to pay him. I mean, you would think that hopefully Darisaw is the answer on the other side. McGlinchey just fits them so well, especially now with a running quarterback. I mean, yeah. Trey Lance is going to be starting sooner than later. Yeah. Uh, Orlando Brown on that list. That's back he, to the he, conversation. He traded a first-round right. pick to get him. Right. You, you're going to make play him at left tackle. Well, he's going to want left tackle money. Yeah, without <laughs> question. I mean, I would think that he's going to have to be a top 10 overall left tackle payday. Yeah. And he probably isn't a top 10 overall left tackle no. player. He could struggle this year. I would, If I were them, I would wait. Let's see, when we throw the ball 70% of the time, let's make sure that our investment was a good one before yeah. I give you a huge no, I payday. agree. I agree. Um, I guess you could throw him back to right tackle and really piss him off. But. Yeah. The bunch of uh, he mentions a bunch of the first or the uh, 2018 first round wide receivers okay. that could be up for a new deal here, which would include DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, mm. Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams uh, with the Chargers, yeah, yeah, uh, and DJ Chark. That's a pretty good group pretty there. Good that, group. Some of those aren't first rounders. Well, no, they're, they're, yeah, they're, but that's a good group of receivers that are all up. Huh. We've seen a lot of receivers move though. Yeah. Corey Davis and, you know, go all the way back to, like, Watkins and Allen Robinson. The league just has such an influx of young guys coming in. I'm not sure of that group who I would guaranteed pay, keep, no Calvin doubt Ridley about would. it. Ridley, I don't know. They could have. They, they can't move on from him after yeah. trading Julio. Uh, who was the first one? DJ Moore, I would DJ think. DJ Moore's, is, yeah. You know, an asset for sure. Not, they're all good players. Um. Looking here at some other guys, there's no guaranteed money left on Derek Carr's deal with the Raiders. Would they expend him, or, or do they extend him, or does John Gruden have his eye on next spring's quarterback class? We bring him up a lot for the Steelers a year from now, and I know people aren't super excited about that, but because a lot of things just add up that he could not be a Raider next year. Yeah. First of all, Gruden's it's not Gruden. going anywhere. Yeah. It's Gruden. He's very fickle. He's not going anywhere on his 10-year deal. I think they're going to be worse than they were a year ago. A lot of these metrics have the Steelers and Raiders having the two most difficult schedules in the whole league. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough climb no matter what. And Carr played really well last year, but he would be the scapegoat. You yeah. know, if they go 5-12, and 12, Gruden's going to go draft do better somebody than yeah. and, and, it's, it, and blame everything on Carr, and the next team might get a deal on him. And if there's no guaranteed money, it's not that hard of a move. And you might get him for like a – Second round pick, or you know, I mean, you know, yeah. it's not going to be it's three that, first round picks for him. It's that quarterback uh, carousel, right? Right. Each like year the, we talk about this, and like, oh, this is, this is unprecedented. Well, we've done this two years in a, year, a row now. It's not unprecedented right. anymore that nope. the quarterbacks are on the move because you don't have a uh, you know an infinite amount, amount of cap space. It's a finite cap. Yeah. Um, I mean, someday we should do a whole segment of. These are all the quarterbacks that might be on the move next year. Because it could be such a long list. And history's shown these guys move now. And there'll be guys that we're not even talking about right now who will be on the move after this year. I mean, without question. I mean, a guy like Tua looks like he's safe as could be, but they have a couple offensive line injuries, and they're picking near the top, and everyone blames the quarterback. Well, we really like Spencer Rattler instead. Right, right, right. (laughs) You know, he could be the Sam Darnold type, you know, that didn't have much of a chance to succeed, and next home we'll see. Yeah. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to watch. Uh, it, it's just, a, you know, I think it, to me it was interesting 
that the Ravens and Browns have a lot of guys. Yeah, it's time on this list that it's time to get paid for mm-hmm. these guys to get paid. We've seen the Ravens deal with that in the Flacco era, and I know it was Aussie, but it's still basically the same front office. That's going to be a challenge for the Browns. But they had some down years there. But they had some down years too, and yeah. they let a lot of people like the Coletio again. Go yeah, and we're we're like looking that, in a situation you know? where you know three years ago Harbaugh was. This was close awesome. to being fired. Right, 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 right. You know? Yeah, without question. Because yeah. they were they were coming off a couple of losing seasons that, mm-hmm. oh, we can't do this for a third straight year. And then mm-hmm. he made the change to Lamar and, you know, it just completely, you know, changed the trajectory there. But you don't have that. I still trust that organization to deal with it more than Cleveland. Yeah. Just because we've at least seen it. We've seen it. I know yeah. he's a good coach. Not that Cleveland's aren't. And they've also made a lot of picks through the comp game, too. So you'd hope you have a, a flurry of fourth rounders that are cheap and stuff like that yeah but no matter what that uh, you know cleveland Steelers have been paying a quarterback a long time and the rest of the division hasn't yeah cleveland you know i don't know i i, I look at what they've done I, I sent you that story the other day about with with uh um the uh skill position players barmo the, ranking yeah, the skill yeah. position players and, and they you know he he has the steelers with the fourth best Group of skill position players right. in the in the AFC North. In the AFC North, last. I know that doesn't and it's include a good group. It doesn't include the quarterback. No, this is just running backs, tight ends, receivers, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I don't see that. I don't see that I think at it's all. First. Yeah. And since he's close, it's funny because he has both. He has Baltimore at sixteen. He has Cleveland. At, I think they're like he has them fourth. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. In 2019, he had him ranked third. Huh. In, 29, in 2020, he had him ranked second. I don't see that. I mean, I think it's a fine group, but... I wouldn't I trade any of the Steelers receivers, including maybe James Washington for Jarvis Landry. Right. I mean, I'd rather have Deontay and Claypool every day of the week than Odell and Landry. Absolutely. You know I mean, uh, absolutely. Without question. I, I think I'd rather have... Tight ends are close. Yeah. I mean, Hooper's probably Hooper's, the best player of the group, and he's a little more well-rounded. But he's but just more of a guy. He's the he's not, 14th best tight end in the league yeah. or something. You know what I they mean? They overpaid to get him. That right. doesn't mean he's good. Their backs are awesome, but the Steelers have been a first-round pick on a guy. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, uh, it's, it's, I, I, yeah. That one doesn't add up to me. And, with you know, I, I get the Bengals' love, but last year they were 13th in 2019. They were 23rd in 2020. All they did was add Jamar Chase to the equation. Mm-hmm. Right. And he got rid of Giovanni Bernard, who was actually you would factor into that. Oh, they have a, pr- a right. pretty good the depth behind him. A pretty bad. good depth. So their running back room's worse. Yeah. I mean, not you don't know what bounds, Chase is going to do. Worse. I mean, right. I get it. You're, you're making that he's same fourth pick in the draft. You're he's making really that player, same assumption. Assumption, you know, with Najee, and, with Najee Harris, right? But I know right now that you I mean, know, it's a small piece, but the Bengals' tight ends are horrible. Yeah, they don't have one. They don't do anything. <laughs> you know, right? I mean, they live in eleven personnel, and they, you know, those guys block. So, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't see it that way. But back to the you know paying people, is Landry and Odell going to be a Brown a year from now, two right. years from now? Probably yeah. not. You know, I mean, and then they drafted Schwartz, and you know yeah. they they realize these problems are coming up too. He has the, he has the Ravens at 14th. They were 26th in 2019 and 20 in 2020, and now they've jumped the Steelers with yeah, their I with their skill position either. players. Based on what signing Sammy Watkins? Right, I wouldn't trade any of the Steelers. I wouldn't trade any of the Steelers receivers for Sammy Watkins. No, because no. he can't stay. He's like Odell. He can't stay healthy. Right. I respect what Marquise Brown brings to the table, and I think Bateman's a good prospect for sure. 
but I'd rather Claypool and Deontay and Juju. I mean, without yeah. question, they tried to get to Juju. And I'd take Harris over Dobbins. I, th- I liked him. Better. I would too. You know, I, Dobbins was my top-rated back last year. Mm-hmm. I would have had Harris ahead of him because of the, in the size same draft. And the average, I think he's a better receiver too. You know, I was looking. I you know when before the draft started last year, before we got too far into the process, um, and, and Harris decided to go back to school. Mm-hmm. He was the number one guy. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think he's. More of an every-down guy, more of a, a bruiser. Um, Ravens would be pretty low on my list in terms of the league. Yeah, I don't understand. 14th. I mean, uh, their receivers were in contention for worst in the league the last year or two. Yeah. And they added some stuff, as we mentioned, but not – they didn't add Julio Jones. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, he had the Steelers 15th in 2019. He had them 13th in 2020, and he drops them two spots. This year, and they got much better at running back. Yeah, so I think they're better now than they They've were. They've got these same. Actually, you didn't know what Chase Claypool was. I would say Claypool stock has to gone up, and Friermuth. And has you draft some a value too. Right, yeah. right. How are they? Yeah, how are they actually time. worse? How did these teams climb ahead of them? I mean, not everyone stays stagnant. So sometimes those lists you can't say. You know, maybe a, a bunch of other teams got better too. But I feel better about the Steelers wide receiver group going into this year than I did last year. Yes. You didn't, question. you didn't know what Claypool was going to be. And the, the running back room's not even close. Right. The tight end room's way better. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if you want to criticize the offensive line, quarterback. That's, that's not even included that's in not here. not even in the conversation. He's, he's dinging them because uh, Juju Smith-Schuster averaged uh, uh, 8.7 yards a catch last year. I'm not sure that's on Juju. That's Yeah, you know 8.6. I mean? I mean, I don't think he's ever going to be a, a, a real high average yards yeah. per catch guy. He then compares Deontay Johnson to Calvin Ridley. Like, well, the, De- Deontay Johnson needed 144 targets to get 923 receiving yards. Calvin Ridley had 143 targets, and he had 1,374. He also was playing opposite Julio Jones. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> and Ridley's one of the best receivers in the league. I yeah. mean, being compared to Ridley, to me, is a, a good thing. I just uh... – Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand that ranking at all. It, it, you know, when when people and I get this a lot, Bill Barmo hates the Steelers. When I see things like this, <laughs> it makes me think maybe he does a little maybe bit. There's a little maybe there, there is a little bit of bias there. Yeah, that one does not add up to me. And, and I respect Bill. I think he does really good work. And I, I do he, too. He's but one of the few writers I read pretty much everything he puts out, and lists are made for this, obviously. But that's low. I mean, there's. Uh, Whenever you brought the the Steelers rankings, I thought we were going to compare them to the rest of the league. I mean, I think they're one they of don't the better. Have the, they don't have they don't have the fourth best in their own division. No, not even no. I mean, there's not many across the league. I would take like of. would you tr- would you trade any would you trade the Ravens guys right now for the Steelers guys? No, no. I the Bengals didn't want to consider. Yeah, I would think about. And we're not talking even dollars. Like the Browns have a lot invested. They get a lot invested. Yeah, three pass catchers. They get fifteen million dollars invested in their tight ends. Right, right, right. Like I don't want that. (laughs) Like if you gave me Hooper for fifteen million, I'd say no. I'd rather have the fifteen million. Um, Just on the field, since he's intriguing. Yeah. You know, when Boyd's your third receiver. Okay. okay. I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, that's that's certainly intriguing. I'd take the Browns' running backs. Yeah. But I think I mean that's that's a lot of good running backs. But I think the the Steelers running back room would be my second draft pick in that division. I mean it's not great behind Harris, right? It's not great behind Mixon. Yeah. I mean Dobbins and Edwards are good too. Yeah. I mean all those guys would be top ten picks in the league for me probably running back rooms. You know going forward, the depth behind Harris is worrisome, but we'll see. Yeah. You know? But I mean, I, I mean I like the Steelers wide receiver group a lot. A lot. 
I mean, I mean there's, there's a, a lot of the there's a lot of diversity there that you can. Yeah. Again, yeah. if Washington's your four, it's pretty strong. It's yeah. Pretty strong. I and agree. I'm excited about Fryermuth. Yeah. See what that turns into. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I just thought that was interesting as, as we morphed into that. Sure. Uh, I mean, there's teams like Dallas. I would take. I mean, I'm sure there's ones at the top of the list yeah. that are better, but. I can't come up with a ton that are way better than the Steelers' skill positions in the league. Like, no. who are the top two or three? I mean, just curious. Uh, Tampa Bay's one. Yeah, I get that. But their backs are bad. Yeah, but yeah I get the The bad. Cowboys are two. Okay. I don't trust Elliott, and they don't really have a tight end. The Titans are now three. They don't have a tight end. Yeah, okay. That's deserved, though. Yeah. I mean, Henry's freaky. He has the Browns four, the Vikings five. Cook and Jefferson's a pretty good pair. Yeah. <laughs> but again, you know, your tight end is... You don't. No, you don't right, really right. use it. No, then they, they, they play. You're talking about the Vikings. Yeah, they play the least three receiver sets in the league too. Yeah. I mean they have two receivers. Period. End of story. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs are sixth. Chiefs the, are. I mean the Kelsey Hill combinations. The Carolina Panthers seventh. McCaffrey carries some weight, but they don't have a tight end. Uh, the Seahawks eight. Okay, they've added. Eskridge See, I would put the Steelers in that area. Ahead of a couple of those teams, too. To I, like, I, like, I like Najee Harris better than Chris Carson. I'm sorry. I don't think it's close. I think I, can, I think Metcalf, Claypool. I like that, Metcalf better. That jump could be taken, though, this year. Right. Like, right now, Claypool is DK Metcalf light. I would take Lockett and Metcalf over Johnson and Claypool this okay. minute. But then the depth comes but into play. But then Juju and Washington are way better than their remaining receivers. Yeah. And it's not – the starters aren't way better. Yeah. Nine is the Bills. That's a good group. Their running backs Their stink, running though. backs are bad and their tight ends are bad. Yeah. They kind of have digs and nothing else the more I think about it. Right. He has the – he has the Steelers group over the Bills. He had the Rams 10. And he, I'm sure he counts acres there. Yeah. Okay. But would you take – would you trade Claypool and Deontay for Cups and, Cup and Woods? No. I wouldn't either. No. I mean, even just for one day, I'm not even talking about money or age or any of those things. Those like, guys, I think, are largely scheme-based yeah, receivers. Yeah, they're good players, but Cup to me isn't much different than Juju. Yeah. Uh, Packers, 11. They got two guys. They got two guys. Right. Three if he counts on you. Give him two and a half. Yeah, okay. Uh, San Francisco, 12. That's a good group. See, I'm a big IU guy. I think Kittle's the number one tight end. Sermon's okay. Yeah. And the, ba- know, the Bengals at 13, the Ravens at 14, the Steelers at 15. Yeah, I think the Steelers would be fifth or sixth to me. But, again, if, you're, if your offensive weapons are 15th and you've got maybe the, the top defense in the league. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. That I works. Mean, the line just has to not stink. The line just has to not stink. And, and Bennett can't yeah. fall off a cliff, obviously. Yeah. yeah. That's going to do it for this show. But uh, that, So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob Recht here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.